Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. With our advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to episode 99 of the Bedhoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. How exciting. Episode 99. It's like a Mr. Whippy. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was like the classic um, ice cream from my childhood so where you would get a Whippy ice cream with a flake in it. Take this episode and stick a flake in the side. <laughs> I don't know. Is that something that happens all around the world? Maybe. I don't know. I need to know. Do you have 99 ice creams? And I think Not- they were... Called 99s because they were 99p. Is okay. that right? I don't know. Either way, a Mr. Whippy ice cream is a 99. Please stay and tuned. And this is episode 99. <laughs> ice cream chat on the Bedhoppers podcast. Um, yeah, as we chat generally. Well, actually, this episode is a part two. Oh, yes, of course. So we recorded an episode with the delightful By the By podcast uh, with their special guest, The Gentleman. And on their show, in fact, episode 253. All right, show off. Episode 983 for them, yeah. Start <laughs> But no, if you if you go and check out episode 253 from By the By, you'll hear the first part of this, you know, this podcast. Yeah. Now, you probably need to hear that before you hear this one. I would say so. But um, if, like me, you don't listen to podcasts, then eh, whatever. You then can what are you doing here? Yeah. If you don't listen to podcasts, then you've probably come to the wrong place. If you don't chew big weather, fuck you. Exactly that. So we recorded with them and had a great, great time talking about Dan Savage's Hump Fest. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, we, we review the Hump Fest, talk mm-hmm. about what it's about, what is it. Well, not this particular episode, that's in their episode. Yes. But in this one, we're carrying on the conversation about what some of our favourite films were during that whole session. Now, if you don't know what Hump Fest is, it's really a festival of porn that's that people submit out in the world to Dan Savage and they play it over normally uh, a select number of screenings. But because of pandemic, uh, this was screened on the interwebs and we were all able to watch it. Yeah, one good thing to come out of the inter- interweb, um, COVID, <laughs> that we got to watch porn. Well, it was really good fun. So I want to say a huge, massive thank you to By the By for putting out the episode first. So go and jump over, listen to that one, and then come back to this one and the conversation will carry on magically in your ears and it will be like you're just listening to one big podcast, which we could have put out 
But, but who wants to sit there and listen to us rattle on about porn for two hours? <laughs> exactly. Well, even if you do, you can do that by listening to their show and then listening to our show. Yeah. Yeah. So hump fast. Hump fast. So uh, let's do the thing and then uh, we'll see you after. Right, Bradford, your show. Mine, my next one was shocker to everybody who's listening pup play i'll read the oh, synopsis yeah. oh the sign language one uh, yes yes yeah. a hearing girl and their beloved deaf pup have an ecstatic afternoon of training and play affection transforms into primal desire and lines between fantasy and reality are blurred lennox and magnolia was met Yes. yes. And this one really fights with the previous one that we just spoke about for my number two. And it wasn't like, I loved the, again, the pet play representation, which I'm not trying to ride that horse, pun intended, but <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but I, I think what I absolutely adored about this one was for me, sign language has this, I, I'm, it's a magical it's going to sound like I'm fetishizing it and I'm really not, but there's something magical about sign language. There's something magical about being able to communicate with somebody with, without words. And I think from a podcast point of view, we can all appreciate the fact that the way that we reach our listeners every week is with our words. And imagine a situation in which our listeners can't get what we're saying to them and we can't express what we're trying to express to them. Uh, the way we do, the way we're used to doing it. And then you kind of fast forward that and saying, okay, well, imagine if you couldn't express what you wanted or your partner couldn't express what they wanted with their words. Because we often say, how do you want to feel tonight? What do you want to do tonight? What do you want me to do tonight? And the point in this little scene, which is just a, uh, it's just a pup play scene between two people. The point that really gets me is when she signs to him and says, you can bite me, but just a little. And so there's fortunately there's subtitles so that we can understand what's being said, but it's a magical, beautiful moment. It's just like, oh, I love it. Uh, and then there's a moment later on in the film where he takes off the the hood and from behind. And so we see first the the ear gauges and like this, like it's just, it's a beautiful fucking hot, sexy scene. Kind of strange, right? I've I thought about you, Bradford, when I watched this Aww. particular film. Yeah, and thank I said, you. I don't know why. Honestly, it was the strangest thing when we were watching it. You you came into my mind, not not kind of putting <laughs> you in that position. Literally came all over my mind. No, I honestly, it's the strangest <laughs> thing. He literally popped into my head when he removed the uh, when when they removed the, the the harness thing, and you saw the back of their head, and then I instantly, for some reason. You flashed into my mind. That's very, very, very I take strange. that as a compliment yeah, because that compliment. human was very, very attractive. Uh, was like that's mm. that's the kind of human I hunt. How strange <laughs> though that you did enter my mind. <laughs> oh yeah. And what I liked about this one was the connection between them. Oh, but yeah. also, if you think about it, you know, you talk about sign language in this one, but with our dogs, we do very often use hand signals and we do often use those physical cues with them. And it kind of makes me think like, why don't we do that in pet play? It kind of makes sense that we should. Mm. Maybe maybe we could incorporate that a bit more. Yeah. I appreciated the closed captioning mm. yeah. throughout the whole lot because mm. I 
whenever there's closed caption, I, I tend to not be able to not read it. Yeah, me too. Um, it sometimes it gets distracting, but there was a lot of information in the, the in the captioning that was that was there that you wouldn't otherwise pick up because I suppose I'm I, I'm not attuned to that. I'm more obviously trained to listening to someone's voice or or um, the auditory experience of that. But reading what was going on, I think, was good to see everything, all the emotions and everything that were that were going on underneath in the subtitles. And they're relaying that back to what I was watching. I thought that drew me into the into the film a lot more, mm-hmm. and I, I liked that aspect of it. Yeah, I think it, it was just really nice to see that level of representation, especially around sign language. And yes, um, as as a I'm going to go back a bit. As a very young child, my hearing was um, not really there. So for the first sort of four years of my life, I didn't really hear very much. And um, I'm I'm a massive advocate for sign language and for captions wherever available, just to help support people to go through this. He says doing a, a you know ironically a podcast that you can only listen to, <laughs> but it does me. You know, it's one of those cases where I think often we forget that people can't always hear things, and um, especially doing what we do. Um, so to see that represented in in the festival and and see it represented in porn was was really important to me, and I really appreciated the fact that you could read what was happening, but also that they captured that what was going on with the song, sometimes slightly hilariously because mm. the song wasn't great, but <laughs> it was really nice to to see that for a change. And it, I, I'm surprised actually that that it wasn't an option, and it might have been, I suppose, we just might have missed it for the whole thing because it feels yeah, like I didn't see it either as as a festival. This was. Uh, very very inclusive and it was but it, I, I was really pleased to see this this be part of the part of the whole show mrs h what it's your go is it yeah oh all right so if it's my go so um i've already been humped by bradford because uh he chose <laughs> and i've it? already came in your mind <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you chose final exams was it you that chose that anyway either way someone humped uh, me with that that, so that, that was angela that was angela sorry so one of my, my my other choices was already been humped so my final one then uh was motorsexual hump oh cool sort of, i'm glad someone it was like a that. tertiary <laughs> hump i guess it was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was like highly recommended hump bradford why don't you synopsis as when you find it <laughs> motorsexual hard vanilla gets greasy under the hood, showing what it means to really love your truck. <laughs> a true full-service oil change. Beautifully, oh beautifully <laughs> described. <laughs> thanks, thanks, I try. I mean, I wouldn't have described it as that at all. <laughs> I'm not Would, very descriptive. Mrs. H's description, <laughs> person fucks car. Basically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> then has a beer. <laughs> hey, there was foreplay involved. There was foreplay. Yeah, there was a lot of foreplay. It was. Yeah, she got under the hood. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm not sure if Mr. H is surprised at his choice of mine as one of my, no, my favourites. No, I thought change it up again. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh God. God. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely sorry. off the beaten track. <laughs> Look, you are a step away from Bradford bringing Roadhead back into things. I'd pipe down if I were you. That's just fuel for the fire. <laughs> <laughs> We did have pizza tonight, and I got to be honest, I wouldn't say no to a blowjob. <laughs> Mr. H would if it was in a moving car and he's had pizza. <laughs> I'm no comment. Anyway, back to motorsexual. There's so, no comment. I feel bad for him now. I feel kind of guilty. You don't, because you'll still keep bringing it up. You brought I it don't. Up. You're the one who brought it up. This time. <laughs> I was doing it all like just to get it out there because I could see Bradford was getting ready. Honestly, I'd forgotten. <laughs> 
What? Uh, God damn it. I've, <laughs> I've had nearly two bottles of wine. It's I'm fine. <laughs> All right. So motorsexual. I, I really enjoyed the 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 whole look of how it was shot. I thought it was really well done. She had like tons of tattoos and mm-hmm. uh, a kind of white bodysuit on and then the a load of, I, I suppose it's supposed to be oil was like thrown all over the, the body kind of thing. But um, it looked, it looked like uh, chocolatey syrup stuff to me. So I didn't really get the whole. This is meant to be oil, but anyway. How did you? I don't know. Not get I just that, that was meant to be I, oil. I guess I know it was meant to be oil, but it. I don't know. Look, there were multiple looked... arguments in our household over what that was. Yeah, It's meant to be oil, but yeah. it couldn't have been oil. And it couldn't have been chocolate syrup because it was going inside of them. And yeah. you wouldn't do that. So I, I, Also, Angela claimed that clean motor oil is kind of that, yellowy. It's not that dirty. Yeah, it um, and also clear. dirty mo- motor oil is not. It's not that smooth. Yeah. I'm putting, putting well, lube get over with the fact that was oil. Yeah. Squid ink. Yeah. yeah. Squid ink. Yeah, it's normally quite I hope healthy. That's what it was. Oh. Yeah. Can you buy squid ink on the, like, the internet or do you have to go down to your local cephalopod store? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, let's get cracking. All right. No. Well, uh, I, I really enjoyed the health thing. That was a cephalopod joke. Oh, was you need a yes. oh, oh, God. <laughs> We've got to start something now, haven't we? <laughs> I love that Mrs. H just goes, okay, let's go on. <laughs> well, yeah, the reasons I, I really enjoyed it was because I, I do enjoy watching solo scenes anyway. Um, so it's, it's something that appeals to me anyway, just watching somebody on their own, kind of enjoying their own time. But obviously they, in, you know, integrated with their car as well, which was quite interesting. But I actually really enjoyed the bit where they sit on the, the gear stick because I was like, no, they're not going to do that, are they? Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so it was, um, I thought it was really well done. Really, really l- good to watch, you know, the sort of, um, all the, the substances going everywhere and the, the heavily tattooed body. And then it was just fab to watch from begin to end for me. It, it was difficult for me to watch without th- having in my head the, like, pour some sugar <laughs> on me. And it was, that was kind of, it had that sort of, Bits of it where it was almost like a strippery kind of vibe mm. and, a, and a kind of mm. um, yeah. extroverty moment where it felt like it needed like that power kick ass song just to really drive it. But you know, drive it. Yeah, see what I did there. Lovely. Oh pan. my god. Nice. <laughs> so my issue with it, honestly, and this is the only issue I had, was there are a few moments when I watch things like this that I get hung up on something, and for me. I did get hung up on the lube. The fact that it looked like she was using dirty motor oil and she was drinking it and she was pouring it over her body and she was getting it on her white clothes. And I'm like, that's never coming out of those clothes. And on the car interior, and I'm like, there goes the value of your car or your truck. And then putting it inside her body. And I'm like, that's not healthy. No, I, 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 was, I kept getting... Every time I would start to get turned on, I would take one step turn towards arousal and then two steps back from like, that is not safe, healthy, or clean. Bradford, as someone that's been typically against <laughs> sex in a car, I, w- I approve of the actual vision that was presented. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. H does not have sex in cars. This is one of those times, Bradford, that you have to like suspend your disbelief yes. and you just have to be like, like, 
what you see on TV is not always reality. I know. And I even made fun of the gentleman because I was like, you know, they don't actually kill people in movies, right? <laughs> yeah, as soon as, as soon as they tasted the oil, I was like, nope. Yeah, Because exactly. <laughs> I, like, I know what it tastes like. And it's just like, as you know, how do you know what it well, tastes just, like? Like fixing my car and everything. You know, oh, you, you suck just, it out. Is that? No, but you know, you get on your, <laughs> suck it out on your hands or whatever. And, and you put just, your hands right in your mouth. Well, yes, I used to. And, but the smell of it and the thickness of it, and the, it's just like, oh. See, I like that. Uh, that's that's part did. of what I really liked about that's it. That's the naughtiness of it. Yeah, I thought that, that you know, the person was really beautiful and the whole, the way it was shot was, I think, very beautifully done. And I did like the the imagery of the motor oil pouring over them, you know, them getting under the car and then, of course, draining the oil and whatever. Just the whole thing. I just thought it was very beautifully done. And it, it kind of took me back to days when I would work on cars and stuff like that. Not that I would do it now, but it's still it's that kind of a bit of nostalgia factor. And I mean, let's be honest there probably aren't many women out there who haven't at some point thought about sitting on the gear stick. I mean, have you- This is Dashly silence. <laughs> Do you know what's interesting? Um, I am the first one to freak out at any kind of mess anywhere. I, I literally hate it. But this, for some reason, I completely let that go and I was okay with it all. Is that a no or a yes then? Uh, I- I artfully avoided that question. <laughs> I wouldn't say artfully. No. Shush. Um, <laughs> so in terms of the messing, I, I completely get what you mean, but I actually looked past that instantly and thought, no, I'm, I'm all, all over this. This is great. I could mm. watch this. And weirdly, it gave me a flashback to a film I saw years and years and years ago called Tetsuo. I don't know if anyone's sorry, heard what? Tetsuo. It's, it's in Body Hammer. Body Hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Japanese film and it was this like mesh of sex and metal and stuff. Um, look it up. It is quite interesting. Watch. But it, it right. gave me a flashback to a kind of film I watched like so many years ago where there was this fusion of, you know, metal and sex going on. And I was like, oh, I remember that. And Hang maybe on, that this, trigger alone gave me that. Is this where my love of Transformers is finally going to come in handy for you me? Wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wish. Hey, baby, you want to see something that's more than meets your eye? <laughs> <laughs> you are Optimus Fine. Uh, maybe also the, the this, this fusion of, you know, human kind of having some kind of sexual feeling for an inanimate object. I don't know. There was something about it that just pulled me in a little bit and I found it quite compelling, even though it didn't necessarily make me think I need to go away and, and masturbate now. It was more of a, oh, this is really interesting to watch. I'm enjoying it. Nice. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. I respect that. All right. Thanks. So back to me, is it? Yeah. Now? Okay. Oh, exciting time. So um, the one I have left is I, I quite like this one. It's just snack your bus. Oh, the snake. The snake one. <laughs> and I I just found it funny. And I liked the way that it was it was made. Um, and it's clearly some a, a couple just faffing around in their house. Bradford, do you want to read the <laughs> Sure. Yeah, it was. It really was. The Snecubus. An evil warlock casts a sexy spell, but he may get more than he bargained for. Thanks. The that snake. pretty much sums it up. So, I mean, it's it's a strange one in that it's a guy that turns a snake into a woman, fucks the woman, and the woman turns the guy into a snake. That's kind of the basic revenge. The, the basic, yeah. That's the gist of it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. And that's the elevator speech. <laughs> <laughs> guy fucks snake. 
you know, let's, let's just put it down even more. <laughs> Ultimately, snake fucks man. Yeah, yeah she exactly. escapes and then sna- gets his the whole story is a snake eating its own tail. This this sounds like Jurassic Park. Man fucks snake, snake fucks man. The drop of water in the back of Yeah, butterfly wings in New York. Storm. I don't know. Um, I I liked the the way it was done, and clearly it's just it's just a couple just fucking around in the the bedroom or their flat or whatever. But I like the fact that it had a level of humour to it and I like the style of it and that it had this, um, like it was filmed on like an old piece of kit and it had all the flecks of film coming down it and it sort of... Oh, it's quite juddery, wasn't quite it? Quite juddery yeah. and it had yeah, this it was, sort of... It was like a Super 8 film. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. A 70s, yeah. yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. like a 70s kind of Euro film. And, and then at the end it flips and it goes back to... To normal when the the lady is has sort of now got her own snake to to come out. Oh, she's all fluffy, fluffy, and yeah. it's all nice. But what I really loved is that the, the at the end all the credits were like little jokes, and, and there were some Star Trek: The Next yeah. Generation yes. ones with uh, John Luke uh, Dickhard. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. John Luke Dickhard yes. was yes. one that I even commented on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and. I, I kind of like the fun of it. It wasn't as funny as the final exams one, mm-hmm. I didn't think, but it was. It, it kind of had a charm. Plus, it, I know so many people that look a bit like the rock dude that was the wizard. The generic, what, generic what, like what? rock dude who's <laughs> yeah. clearly, you know, got tattoos of whatever all over him and stuff. So I, I, I enjoyed it for that reason. Mm, and so, it had and that, a Led Zeppelin that, beard, that heavy yeah. metal like track over the top of the whole thing, didn't it? As well, which was like constantly reminding you of the. What it was trying to give you this like metal edge and his te- nefarious intentions with the snake. Yeah, <laughs> and it had a snake in it. So what more do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be honest. It was one of my least favorite. I, for me, it it floated down to the bottom. I think my biggest issue with it, and I get it because he's created this sex object out of a snake, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of consensual non-consent without the conversation behind consensual non-consent. So he creates a snake. He creates, he has a snake. He creates a woman from the snake. He immediately ties her up Mm -hmm. and then fucks her in different ways. And there's a couple of times that she looks at camera with a, I think what they were going for was bored look. Yeah. But in the end, it's just sort of, it, there was flat and nothing. So there was no passion. It, it almost it, looked like disdain at some point. Yeah. And she's, yeah. There's just, it yeah. there was just nothing. And so I, I don't know. I mean, I do get the, there was a, there was a bit of a giggle to it, but I think I didn't, I didn't like, what I was presented with. And did you hear the, the the music at the beginning when she was all tied up? It there was this repetitive she said no, she said no, being repetitive yeah, kind of, yeah. over. Yeah. And I, I get why they've they've kind of used that and given that bored feeling mm. for ultimately the the laugh. I said laugh, but yes. the sort of twist at the end where he's, you know, the thing happens to him. And and that's kind of why I forgave some of that other stuff because I enjoyed that that twist, however obvious it was at the end. But I, I kind of like the style of, and over the substance more than anything else and the way that Fair it was enough. done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I appreciate that. I did like how she flies. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I imagine that he was just lifting her up just off camera. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like that's one of those beautiful editing moments where you're like, mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> Gentlemen. My favorite, my number oh, one, God. without a doubt. Was Pop's Corn. Oh, Can you read the Lord. synapses for us, please? What a shocker. Yes. <laughs> Pop's Corn. 
bratty boy slut won't stop fussing till his daddies serve a spit roast unlike any other. <laughs> so, so when this movie began, I thought, well, this is this this is no this is no good. This is going nowhere. It was too corny. It was too cheesy. too corny. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was two guys really bad acting. Um, on a green screen sort of camping background. And I sort of thought it would have been easier just to go in a park and <laughs> pretend to be camping. And yep. then you realize why they couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that, gentlemen? No barbecues allowed well, in open spaces. Yes, yeah, no open fires. That's what it must have been. Uh, yeah, so then they... the. The old, the old granddad, whoever it was, Pop, who Pop. was playing a bratty little boy, yeah, who was playing a bratty little boy, wanted to have corn for dinner. <laughs> so the the two guys either side of him start sounding themselves, <laughs> which came out of nowhere, and then I was like, oh, okay, this is this is getting interesting. And then they got a bit of corn and were lathering the corn, and I was just like, uh, where is this going? And then they shoved the sounding rod through the middle of the corn. It protruded both ends of the corn. And then they proceeded to sound themselves on either side of the corn. While it was still inserted in their penises, they rolled it in butter and fed it to the pop. Yeah. <laughs> and I was cheering, make him eat it, make him eat it. Oh, you should have seen his face. And he was doing this. And he was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah. He- that was great. <laughs> yeah, I... So this and, the, one, and then the acting was brilliant. <laughs> the acting was never brilliant. <laughs> but the faces, it was, it, was, it was done that way for a specific reason. That's what it was. The facial expressions felt, did make me laugh a lot, to be fair, when they were yeah. like doing their exaggerated, ooh. <laughs> yeah, they were. There was, yeah. Everything was just over the top. It was great. <laughs> See, I felt that the acting and the facial expressions, I felt like that was a bit Nick Cagey and that it's just like that bit. <laughs> it's a bit... <laughs> I will never look at Nick Cage the same way again. Deep or dumb? <laughs> yeah, it's that over the top of like, you're being cheesy just for the sake of being cheesy and you're just kind of having fun with it. So I actually appreciated the the acting of the the two guys. My My issue was with the grandfather, the older guy doing the little boy thing. I, I get that. I don't know if that was a purposeful juxtaposition or if like that's how that person actually acts and that's a, a persona that they play in. But I, that just felt a little icky to me. I didn't quite like that. But I did very much enjoy the whole sounding thing and the corn cob thing. My only concern was when they stuck the sounding rod through the corn cob. Like, was it clean and whatnot before it went into the other person's It was penis? two sounding rods. Yes, Both so of you are goofballs. There were two separate sounding rods. Yeah. They met in the middle and in the corn. Yeah. Well, that's dumb. I want one big one. Yeah, I thought it was one. I thought he has. What is wrong with you people? My issue comes down to accents. Yes, it was made in Germany. I think Mm. it came from Berlin. Uh, But they started out like they were in basically West by God, Virginia or East Kentucky, my, my birthing grounds. And that the old man slash little boy, weird, was going, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. And then when they offered him one food, instead of going, no, 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 he went, nine, nine, nine. <laughs> and I was like, really? <laughs> that was your really? takeaway from it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have thoughts. 
Um, <laughs> Look, I, I didn't like it at all. I, <laughs> I, like if you had taken just the dick scenes where they're putting in the sounding rods and then into the corn, I'm like, all right, yeah, this is cool. This is different. But the man baby fucking like Angela said, it just made me uncomfortable. I didn't like it. Uh, I don't think that was done cleverly or well. That was the bit that made you uncomfortable. The bit that made me uncomfortable was the giant metal rods going down the tip of a penis. (laughs) Look, it was a, look, I've already filmed a film in which we can send to Hump. That was what that was that. Uh, so yeah, it's strange. I've got that such a me. strong constitution for for anything uh, gory, uncomfortable, and pleasant to watch. But that is the one thing that actually uh, elicits a really visceral reaction in me, and I cannot for life of me stomach it. It is very like uncomfortable corn? to watch. No, no, the sound is. <laughs> so I thought oh. this, the thing was, I had a couple of issues with it. But You don't like corn for one, do you? I, don't, I hate corn uh, this is for one. natural enemy. One of my natural enemies, yeah. I, I think it, this, in an interesting way, this is the one that you'll tell people about when you leave Humpfest, I think. This is probably the one that if you want to uh. kind of give them a, what the fuck is this about? It's probably the one that will spring to mind because it's quite memorable and quite out there. And it was the last one. And the as last, well. It was the last, last one. one. So yeah. there's that. I also think that the it starts off as you say, gentlemen, on on this green screen, and it kind of reminded me of Resident Evil, like the first PlayStation <laughs> game. You know where it's like a static background and people just oh stood God, in the middle yes. of it. So I kind of almost wanted to like you know just push up and get them walking towards the wall and just keep walking. And you can't see it, uh, uh, podcast people, but yeah, I am pretending to be walking against the wall. I wish people could see it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, so it had that on it. And then it, I think you're right, Bradford, around the, um, the, the sort of strange baby, old man, bratty approach that was just weird. And it felt like a, a caricature. The actual sounding piece, it's not my jam, but but it was, you know, and the corner of the cob thing was actually quite an interesting Joke. It's got, I think Mrs. H is rolling her eyes here and crying. I'm not really but no, I just love corn on the dropping. cock is now my, corn that's cock. what needs to be on a fucking t-shirt. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and, but, but the, that had that been executed in a different way, yeah. would, would have been a bit more interesting. And I think you're right. <laughs> it's the green screen as well. That's with this strange static forest background <laughs> that feels like, um, like almost when you get that pre-rendered look on video games, it just, made me feel weird looking at it because it doesn't it's clearly not real and i'd rather they almost just did it in their kitchen or whatever and yeah you know made a thing of it and it could have been a lot funnier as a result without the stereotypes and without the the thing i mean you could have done it as a dinner party sketch type thing if you want to go down that road and you know and build up all the different menu options in different ways and then that would have been a crescendo to the end and that would have but that would have made the film much longer. <laughs> yes. I think you could have done that quickly and it would have still been just as funny yeah. because there was a lot of faffing about. There, there, there was, is. but I also disagree. I think that the green screen kind of added to the overacting and like the cheesy <laughs> acting of it. Yes, and I think but- that that kind of fed into that that realm. And And if they'd been in a plain environment, then that cheesiness I don't think would have played off as well. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I kind it, kind of, it kind of set it up as if that the whole thing was a goof. Yeah, because they weren't taking it seriously. Yeah, either. and that I think that about that bothered me. And anybody who knows us at all knows that I do not like brat play. And that was a sixty-year-old man doing brat play. Mm. And 
I think there is nothing for me that is a bigger turnoff than I, I'm very, very attracted to 60 year old men who are strong silver foxes kind of men. Um, and this, this fellow was playing a bratty five-year-old boy and I don't like brat play with anybody. It's not fun. It's not fun. I mean, I get that some people love it and I'm not trying to yuck your yum, but for me, it's just exhausting. It's work and I don't want to do it. There's, um, there's a, a show in, in Britain, a very old show called Steptoe and Sad. It's like, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but is Bernard mm-hmm. Cribbins the guy in it? I can't, I can't remember. remember. But anyway, there's a, there's a, a sitcom thing called um, Steptoe and Son about this, this very old man and his son and they have like a... a and the catchphrase was, you dirty old man. Yeah, but the old man looks just like the guy in this film. Oh, wow. This really kind of um, senile, weird, old... Dude, I don't mind. Was he an actual bit. old dude or was he a, a young know. dude playing an old really dude being strange. a young dude? Was it like old Definitely not one of my favorites, but actually, one Mm-mm. of the ones that I would typically recall now every time I think of Humpfest and every time I will kind of recollect about what kind of content I've seen, it will unfortunately be up there with something that's very memorable. <laughs> it's hard to forget. And, you know, yeah. when you're trying to describe Humpfest to somebody, you know, the, the, the wonderful thing about the sign language and the pet play and the music and the thing. Nope, it's going to be t- two dudes with some corn between them. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. So yeah. I guess they achieved their no. goal in, in the sense that it's definitely a talking point and it's mm. definitely got yeah. people, mm. you know, embracing different kind of things. And sounding is is not something that we ever want to explore, I would assume. I'm very keen not very to. Very keen not to, and me too. But again, it's something that obviously we know people do enjoy. And obviously we've, we've <laughs> one of the few podcasts I have listened to, I did listen to your episode where you've covered that extensively. Um, and it's still... Did I'm you not, see the video? Uh, Have you yes, seen the video? I believe no, I did. I don't think we yes, did. we did. Mm. Um, also, Angela wearing like a nurse outfit and had gloves on and uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah her latex nurse outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. I don't yeah. know where we saw it, but we've seen it. On the internet, on the, just on the interwebs. Don't watch on it, our, the interwebs. Okay. <laughs> on, our, on, our Patre- <clears throat> on our Patreon page. On the website. <laughs> nice. I'm sorry, the yeah. website, but you have to have the yeah. password. Yeah. But anyway. Who's next? Uh, so for me, all of my top three are taken. One of my honorable mentions has already been mentioned, but I did have another honorable mention. It was Menage a Trois because oh, those were, I don't know, but those were three it beautiful won, humans. It won best sex. It, it won, okay. yeah, something I remember. Yeah. Uh, Menage a Trois, in her dream, Kira is joined by Demi and Rob for a sensual and passionate Menage a Trois. Beautifully filmed. Very it beautiful. looked mm-hmm. lovely. I loved the dream sort of sequence of it where yeah. she starts out and we're at a top down of her on the bed starting to touch herself and then suddenly hands crawl in. Yes. Yeah. I, that, From each side. That was good yeah. imagery. Yeah. It's, it's such good. a great imagery. It's such a great example of our own minds kind of thing. My yeah. notes just say, yeah. dude has a huge cock. <laughs> Lots of white space. <laughs> you are not wrong. He did have a huge cock. <laughs> yes. Yes, I thought that all of them were beautiful in that one. And it was, like you said, Mr. H, it was very well filmed and just the aesthetic of it was was really beautiful. There was yeah. some really great eye contact mm-hmm. in that as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. And the hair. My God, they're, oh, the dreadlocks. everybody was Oof. gorgeous in yeah. that whole yeah. thing. They were just beautiful, beautiful people. Mm. Mm. I thought it was beautifully done. It, was, it nearly made one of my um, my top three. It wasn't quite different enough, I suppose, to to 
to be interesting yeah. enough to be in my top three because it was just basically some sex, but it was a beautiful representation of a threesome. It was very yeah. heteronormative and very in, in that kind of, if you search porn, that, that might be something that you might get. But I thought it was so nicely done and created a really nice atmosphere that I absolutely I agree with you, Angela. It's definitely one of the honourable mentions for me. It kind of felt like a, a, a nice piece of porn. I didn't know whether they were one of them was a porn star previously or not. I wasn't too mm. sure. I don't know. I don't know. That I don't know either. Mm. No. All three of them could have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, beautiful humans. Very much so. Bradford? Um, so all of my top three have been gone through all but one of my honorable mentions. The last honorable mention uh, that I have is Spanko. Oh, uh, yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So I will do the, the little blurb for it, which is an intimate and raw look at a woman's first time in Sir's hands, which I actually think is a terrible, terrible blurb for this. Yeah. Uh, I think a better blurb for this would have been uh, a parable or fable about consent. Mm. I think that this piece sort of uh, exemplified the importance of consent better than any other piece that we saw. So the the quick blurb is, you know, the, a, a lady goes to a, a, a kink sex party. Uh, she sees a photographer spanking a woman. Uh, she freaks out. Then he comes in. They talk. She has that great line where he goes, what's a nice girl like you doing in a place like this? And she immediately responds, who said I'm a nice girl? And I love that because mm. she's got that bravado. Mm. She's also a photographer. She asks him to spank her. It's her first time. I, I think what I loved about it was they had that consent conversation before it even started. Yeah. And basically, he's like, how do you want me to make you feel? He didn't say those words, but that's we all got that's what, yeah. what do you want is what he's asking. Uh, she was very clear and specific about what she wanted. He gave her the free out on how to stop it. Uh-huh. And I think most importantly, she didn't use the free out that he said. He said, if you want to stop, say red. But she said stop. But she said it in a way that he, as a dom, really respected it. And they, they had this, it was just really well done for a first timer who has never been in a kink scene. I think I, I thought that was so beautifully handled. There wasn't a lot that I liked about it other than the story, but I thought the story was so delicately and beautifully handled. Um, even down to some of the directorial notes where he tried to touch her twice after spanking her. She slaps away his hands, but still puts her head on his shoulder. Yeah. Which I think is another, it's that aftercare that you get. But aftercare looks different for everybody. Some people it's cuddles and hugs. Some people it's just knowing that the person is there. I, I think this I is almost beautiful. sort of required viewing for new people going into that environment. Yeah. It should almost be a, this This might help you get your head around some of the stuff that could, could happen. And it was, it was, you're right. I think it was filmed really delicately and quite subtly, but there was enough good stuff in there that I actually felt, oh, that's, you know, this, this is how you might approach that situation. This is how you might feel. Yeah. It looked a bit like a, again, another nineties indie film to me, but, but the actual right, message yeah, was, absolutely. was, was very strong. And I felt that it was, in fact, if you took out the, the speech, you could almost lay down a music track, probably something by Alanis Morissette or something <laughs> and play that. And it would be a, 
a music video in the way that it sort of tells that yeah. story quite nicely. Whilst it didn't make me feel sexy, it did make me think and it did make me stop and go, ah, this is... And there were a few films in the whole thing that, that, that are there to design to make you go, oh, or hmm. And it was definitely yeah. one of those for me, one of those good message ones. I, I agree. It didn't make me feel sexy. I think what I felt, I think what connected me to it so so viscerally was how quickly in a sub as a sub in a in a scene you can go from 100% into it to 100% not into it and how important it is for the dom to recognize that and respect that and i think that that's what they did so well i've been in those positions where you know, I'm sub, sub, sub. And then some, suddenly something in my brain switches and I need to get out of the scene. And I've been very fortunate in all the doms that I've been with in that they've respected that. And I think this is one of those things that this was the anti 50, 50 shades of gray. This was so well handled and that the dom respects her immediately. I also liked her at the end of the film she woke up out of bed as yeah. seemingly the next morning or, and then she looks at herself in the mirror and sees the red marks on her ass. And there was that moment of self-reflection or contemplation that whether or not she liked it or, or like just. It kind of let you put the thoughts in and I felt like she was happy. I felt positive. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I kind of had the feeling that, that it was a positive experience, but she was still processing it. Yeah. Cool. Any other yeah. Highly recommended that we'd like to get out there. So there were two others that I liked because I thought that they were entertaining. Um, not necessarily because I think I necessarily learned anything from them, but I did very much like just the way they were done. That was Cock Monkey and the Bicer, <laughs> the one with the both tongues. the animated films. Yeah, the two yeah. animated ones. I really I liked that they the way they were done. I thought they were entertaining and yeah especially the the tongues that kind of took me I was like oh that's not what I was expecting but I liked it that reminded yeah. me of yeah. um years ago when Gears of War came out right this is this is a really sad uh, story yes. and they did um like for the technology for Gears of War 2 they made like meat animations to show how the gore would come off if and they had just like bits of right. gore sliding down hills and interacting with environments and it reminded me of that it was almost like a tech demo <laughs> you know what what can we do with this and it was like two gelatinous bits of meat just doing stuff. Uh, and it, but it, it was fascinating the way they, they pulled that little animation together. I, I, I liked mm, it. Yeah. The monkey one. There was an ad in Australia about 10 or 15 years ago. And it was an ad for, it was a beer commercial. And uh, as this guy was asleep, his tongue came out of his head, <laughs> crawled down the street into the pub <laughs> to get to the beer. Oh my God, that's disgusting. <laughs> it was pulled off TV because everybody, um, you know, complained about it, but that's what it reminded me of. It was the same sort of looking tongue. Attachable oh tongue God, does sound like it. a good, good thing to have maybe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like the noise was, of the tongues wrestling in that short film. Uh, yeah. It was really, it, it was, reminded me of Slither and oh, I didn't like it. The, I, I will say, it reminded me of Slither. Yeah. 100%. I love the film, yeah. Slither, but. Night I, of the Creeps. There was something about that, that noise that just made me like, I don't like this. <laughs> and the cock monkey <laughs> one again made me 
really irritated from beginning to end. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. Oh, no. <laughs> it was bright, colorful, and irreverent. It, it made me loud. It, just me off. <laughs> I, it was mercifully short. It was batshit crazy. But I, it, you know, it kind of didn't overstay its welcome, which I liked about it. It was kind of fun. I was like, ah. <laughs> it was Pee Wee Herman does porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was quick and then it was over. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I actually liked um, uh, Sex Worky's work. Yes. Um, that's called Avery Jane. Oh, the hipster and the pole dancer. That's what I just decided it was called. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Accurate. Would, would you like to read the blurb? Uh, Avery Jane is the story of an encounter between a sex worker and their, and their client showing a few simple things a client can do to make a sex worker feel comfortable. I wrote nice shadows in photography. A woman had huge shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I she had like the blazer stripper heels. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. <laughs> it was nice. It was nicely shot. I thought it kind it of had a, um, like a decent vibe to it. You did. Which I so, appreciated. Like, the only other thing I'm going to comment on is sex time with monster bait, oh, uh, <laughs> where everybody's wearing the monster masks and people are oh, masturbating. That was, that was. I absolutely love the image of a man in a goblin mask rimming another man. <laughs> there is something <laughs> like I Looks saw like that and I thought back to myself, on the menu, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh wrote God. down lots of cocks and bums. Like, honestly, I was watching it and I'm going, I will never in my life see anything like this again. I'm not sad about it, but I'm also kind of like, oh, I'm glad I'm seeing a goblin eat another man's ass. It was another like goblin's watching, ass. Um, like He's MTV. goblin ass. It was, it was like that, you know, MTV used to do that channel chaining, changing type yes. of thing. It just reminded me of that. I was like, okay, fine. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah. Was, so, yeah. There was one um, film to towards the end. I think it's it's called She, um, but uh, with uh, yes. an S in brackets. Yeah. So yes. Um, so all the way through that film, I was really, really worried that there was a very tiny drawer in the bedroom that was going to be falling out of a unit. <laughs> oh yeah, I noticed that too. Did you? Oh my god, I'm you too. So yeah, it was the top drawer. It was the top drawer. It was hanging yeah. out of the unit, and I was, it was just hanging like, out. And I thought, oh God, my god, you could have cleaned up first. Fall out! It's just like constantly worrying me. That was the one with the farts at the, the end. The farts at the end. Yeah. They farted twice. They were yeah. queefs. They were queefs. Were queefs. Well, you whatever. can't prove that. You can't. Oh. How do you oh, know they, they were? Look, I've heard enough of both. I know what they sound like. Either way, tiny jaw all the way through was like on the edge of falling out, and I was just really worried about that. So, well, I, I'm glad that you. Maybe I they never the put that drawer things. back in. Maybe it's permanently that way. Right now, it's there in their room, hanging it's out. It's like you leave drawers open at, um, just to annoy me. Yeah, I'll put a table mat <laughs> at a slight angle. Just, and when you don't shut a drawer properly, it really upsets me. And that that's my takeaway from that film. You know that drawer. one of the drawers in the bedroom isn't shut properly, don't you? Don't. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Mrs. Mrs. Yeah, H leaves the podcast exactly. <laughs> to fix a drawer. So, uh, you know, I think we've we've talked quite a lot about the the films and, and some of the things that we've seen in some of our favourite bits. Big question. Would you submit a film to Humpfest? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'd let you submit one. <laughs> 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 okay that's well, a good answer thanks, isn't it thanks. because it means i have no creative uh drive whatsoever myself to come up with anything but i would happily be involved oh okay if someone else had more creative uh 
So as long as you don't have to do anything, Flare you're them in. myself. Yeah, basically. It's my motto for most Would things. Would you wear a goblin mask? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> I think Would I fit my car? Yeah, why not? We've got an Ant-Man mask. We can, we can bring that out. That'll be fine, right? <laughs> I'm game for anything. So we, we'd, all, we'd all do one. All of it collectively? Well, we could all oh do one. Oh, my goodness. What would you do? Amazing. Oh, my God. We what have to get do? together first. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? We don't, actually. That could be the concept of it. Oh. 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 Ooh, the claw. <laughs> <laughs> like a Zoom Look, room. I'm going to be honest. I've got one that I have in my mind that I'm not going to tell you because I don't want people to steal it because it's fucking brilliant. But I also have another one. <laughs> Please tell us the other one, Bradford. Because I'm a content creator and all I do is think of shit like this. A content creator? I think it would be a content creator. Oh, okay. What did you think I said? Content creator. You was being loose. That's what I said. Yeah. A content creator. Content. I'm a content creator. Yeah. (laughs) God damn it. Cunt. Um, (laughs) I think there would be something really funny to do a sort of quick cuts between say the five of us being interviewed before and or after an orgy with shots of the actual orgy, but done in an the office kind of style. That's literally oh, what I've written down. Yeah. No. Are you serious? Genuinely what I've written down. <gasps> you too. <laughs> Oh, you two are I adorable. think there would be something so funny about that. It did share a brain. Yeah. In yeah. my head, it was kind of a little bit like talking about uh, lifestyle or non-monogamy sort of interviews and almost talking about like, oh, it's the friendships, it's the great connections flashing back to orgy scene happening where it's like clearly about the sex in the background <laughs> and then just so, keeping... Angela getting covered For me, in it would be, you would hear somebody mouth, uh, like talk over and it's like, very similar. Like, what do you like about the relationships that you've developed? And then all of us would be like, the relationships, the relationships, the friendships, the relationships. And then Mrs. H going, I like the fucking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like always have that as kind of the thing is like, where, where her answer is the one that is the most honest. It's like, <laughs> what, what do you hope to get out of the next meetup? Well, I really hope to glow just grow closer to Mr. H. I really hope to grow closer to the gentleman. I really hope to grow closer to Mr. H, Bradford, and the gentleman. I want somebody to fuck me while they lick me ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of what I want to see. That was kind of what I'd written down quite amazingly. Oh my goodness. Do you know what? You're not far off because when we were in Desire, (laughs) I seem to recall me sitting there one day and there was this, I don't know, circle of people all talking about what what would they take away from this? Have they grown as a person? Have Have they found out anything new about themselves? And I was sat there thinking... Man, I'd really like some nachos and then just go and have some sex. Like, that'd be really good. <laughs> I want some nachos and want to suck at this. Basically, What do you yes. want to take away from this? Nachos. <laughs> do they do take sex. away nachos? <laughs> and cock. <laughs> also, I'd like to get, calls I'd like like to get some cock. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I love you guys. <laughs> we, we have become slightly hive mindish here. The other thing that I kind of had in the back of my head was perhaps because, and maybe everyone's going to do this this year, is some sort of thing where the only connections we can make quite often are the ones that we have digitally and how you bring that to life. So maybe the a story about how you can continue to maintain those relationships through things like Zoom and Skype and whatever. But or people trying to kiss with masks on, which also popped into my head. I feel like <laughs> I do expect that next year's hump, there will be a lot more focus on the, the digital connections, I yeah. suspect. I, I would be very surprised if there's not like a thousand and one submissions. Of course, they'll probably go, right, we'll just pick the best one of this type out and then just chuck the yeah. screen. And the yeah. Rest yeah. Will be, be whatever yeah. they throw out there. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Um, you two, do you have any ideas? No, I'm happy to submit something, but you have to do the idea thing. Yeah. Because I'm not the creative one. Right. Same here. Yeah. I, I like the way my wife is clearly thinking, nachos, nachos. I'd like some nachos. Oh, a bit dick would be quite good as well. Nachos, no. nachos. She's going, nacho, nacho. Ooh, man. I want to get some nachos and man. Nacho, nacho. Man. And woman, you know, she's equal opportunity. Whoa, man. Whoa, man. I'm here. I, what, I'm here. I'll help with that. What if we did a Star Wars theme one where Ooh. the gentleman has a lightsaber in his cock sounding? Oh, my God. I'm ga uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm game for this. What, I'm asleep during this? I feel the force deep inside me. That's what you sound like when you sleep, to be absolutely fucking honest. Okay. Jesus Christ, man. Angela, will you kill him? Just use the pillow. Use, use you're the, in the force, middle. Angela. Use, use the force. force. You're, in the, you're in between us. You can reach him. Just, yeah. Use some semblance of force. Uh, that that is what I he do, sounds like when he's sleeping. I do sometimes. Yeah. I've repositioned him. It's fine. We yeah. could remaster the like corn a, thing, but do it, do it better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but with like a, a lightsaber and like, mm -hmm. yeah, I have the high ground. <laughs> and instead of an old man, you just have Yoda, Yoda sat there. Mm, some corn I would like in my oh mouth. Oh my god! <laughs> no. <laughs> Leave Yoda out of it. Oh my god! Bradford can do a rapping version of that, can't you? I met him in the swamp down in Dagoba. <laughs> <laughs> that was sort of quasi-Jamaican. It was a little bit. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's got a bit of a Calypso Yoda going on. Yo, 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 Suck my dick, you will. Feel the force deep inside me. So I think we've covered everything rather exclusively and extensively. Do you want me to do my best Darth Maul now or no? Okay. No, Is there a Darth Maul impression? Darth Maul you, baby. No. 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 I think it's Mrs. time to go like, Oh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I was paying attention. I was actually thinking I prefer a bit of Kylo Ren at the moment. Who doesn't? With that cold, steely look. <laughs> Those wonderful temper tantrums. Because it's what I you enjoy want. the temper tantrums. Mm. Noted. But in the didn't in the Last Jedi he he like really lift loads of weights and his chest get massive and there were all those sort of internet memes about <laughs> yes. how his chest is like six times the size of any regular man's. I'll go and Google it. I think that's just in your head. I think that was, yeah, yeah. Uh, tune uh, in you next were week feeling for... the force deep inside him. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, the Bedhoppers Describe Memes on our next show. We'll uh, shut up and take your money. <laughs> the Bedhoppers Describe I would so, like, Mrs. Age, I've not seen this meme. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Why? I don't Wait, get a lot what? of things. No. <laughs> Although I suspect you're shortly going to be um, doing some kind of Mrs. H plays Fortnite debacle. There's there's going to be some training tonight. We're going to we're going to sort that out. I am so bad. Maybe we should live stream it, Twitch it, and everyone can watch the oh my god the Mrs. H playing. Can we Fortnite. do a by the by bed hoppers live stream Twitch of Fortnite. <laughs> we we must now. It's got to happen. <laughs> Just, I, I don't know how to twitch, but we can figure that out. I don't either. But, I don't even know what twitch is. But we can, we can lose all of our followers. That's fine. <laughs> there you go. Exclusive for by the by Patreon members who yeah, you level up have got more time on their hands than they minutes. know what to do with. <laughs> yes, watch us it. play Fortnite. <laughs> uh, hey, shut up! Our our Patreon people are fucking amazing. They our are. Discord chat is brilliant mm. we love those guys they are absolute yeah awesome it's a beasts. gift it is very it's a much gift uh, that keeps on giving as well it, they do yeah they do and how do you get onto that discord chat bradford oh shut up and tell me more <laughs> all you have to do is follow us on patreon.com slash by the by and then okay. what does that give you does that give you exclusive access <laughs> to, you, to the discord chat and chatting to you lovely <laughs> folks it does and you know what some of our best friends on earth are on that discord chat including the bed hoppers, both of you, which actually both of you somehow are active on it. Uh, Mrs. H doesn't listen to our podcast, but she participates in our ch- Discord chat. No, 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 not true. Occasionally he makes me listen to one. <laughs> uh, fucking gold. I know. So, I mean, you don't listen to us. Okay, so, so back to Humpfest. Um, oh, yeah. Angela's like, wrap if, this shit up. If people want more information about Humpfest, where do they find that? Uh, they go to humpfilmfest.com. Oh, they do t shirts and stuff as well, don't they? They do, they do all you kinds of cool some. shit. Yeah. So, yeah, you should definitely go. Uh, you can submit a film for 2022 mm-hmm. coming up soon. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's, I really, really enjoyed it and am sad that I haven't seen it before now. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. 100% with you. And I really like the fact that we just were able to have almost a date night, just chilling in, watching this and mm. talking about it. And, and you know, it's given us some content for the shows, which is even better. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Content creation. Woo. Yeah. That's the bomb. <laughs> so go check that out. Um, should we do a round table of where people can find us? Uh, you can find us. That is by the by at by the by podcast on Twitter on Instagram and on the Facebooks. You can go to www.bythebuy.com.au and you can submit uh, questions, comments, sexy, rude remarks there. You can also email us, theadamsoflove at gmail.com. You can find the gentleman through us at Instagram. What are you on Instagram, gentlemen? No, it's it's Twitter. Twitter? What? It's at the underscore gentleman 79. There you go. I also really like that he doesn't actually remember it. He's looking down at his phone right now. He's got it pulled up in front of him. And he's got it on the inside of your arm. (laughs) But if you want to talk to us like we already discussed, go to patreon.com slash by the by podcast, support us, and you can join our Discord chat, which is where all five of us are on there quite often, along with some of the greatest human beings on earth, uh, sharing sexy pics, video and film and book recommendations and uh, sexy memes. memes. There is a meme, isn't there? A meme category on there. 
There's a whole yes. channel for memes. Uh, <laughs> and if you need something to up, uplift your day, that's the yeah, place that, where that you go. Gets me to the mm-hmm. week. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you, sexy bed hoppers, where can the listeners in the world find your beautiful faces? Uh, well, we are bed hoppers suck. You can, you know, <laughs> bedhoppers UK. You know, if you want to say it properly on Twitter, uh, bedhoppersuk at gmail.com. If you want to message us, we don't have a fancy ass website. Just look us up on Google, type in bedhoppers swinging in the UK, and you can get us in and around your ears. And you'll probably see pictures and videos of us all over the bloody place because we are not that shy. So, you know, feel free to get in touch and say hello or just yell abuse at us. That's um, often what we get through in the post. Uh, what I do want to add though, oh. actually, on your Discord chat, those pictures are really fucking hot. Those guys are. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I, I've gotten to the point where I feel like, okay, I'm not going to put a picture of me up because I'm not nearly as sexy as all of our listeners. <laughs> our listeners are sexier than us. And uh, I think that is a beautiful place to be in. <laughs> I'm okay with this because I'm very much enjoying looking at it. <laughs> it's a yeah. very, very sexy space. And, you know, it's, you know, we will try and contribute some pictures now and then as well, you know, just to join the and crowd. And you do. You posted just this past weekend and uh, we were very happy to see mm-hmm. you in your hot tub on movie night. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I was very or happy to spa. see me. Yeah. Spa. It's just the hop spa. in. It's the hop in. It's a, hop bar. In. It's a yeah. hot tub. It's a movie theater. It's all of those things and more. But, you know, I'm promising you something that within the next 14 months, the three of us will be in your hop in. That well, makes nice. me very, very happy. Yeah. I I want the three of us to go to Europe together and then I want it to be spent with bed hoppers. You're a lot more hopeful than I am that we'll be able to leave our country. <laughs> 14 months. That's why I said 14 months. Find a way. Make well, it happen. Just put yourselves in a parcel <laughs> and post yourselves to us. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. A really big parcel, and then you can also do your next hump fest submission whilst in the parcel while you're killing those six weeks that it'll take to get here. It's like we'll call it six weeks in Angela's box. (laughs) (laughs) It's starting to smell in here. (laughs) I don't feel so good no more. (laughs) It tastes like burning. (laughs) Right. On on that note, the stage tune and do your thing. Do I, do I want to do my thing? Yeah, you can do the thank you can for I? whatever, yeah, if you like. Oh. Yeah. I have one yeah, role Yeah, say thank you for all of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes me happy. It'd be a very big bed, but yeah. Well, thank you, everyone, for hopping into our bed. There you go. Boom. And our bed. And, and our bed. bed. Thank you for bed hopping into the by the by bed hopping. Thanks for being in all the beds. <laughs> yeah. It was all good. Thanks for hopping stuff. on bar. Yeah. <laughs> See? Hop awesome. on bar. Nobody's ever been this clever. I want to say a massive, massive thank you to Bradford, Angela, the gentleman. Uh, I'd like to thank my parents, Yoko, uh, Noodles, for all your... (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was a really fun conversation. We really enjoyed ourselves. It was uh, a really good time. But we are really, really excited because our next episode is episode 100. Oh my goodness. Now, we have recorded this episode. And are still alive. And are still alive. That is a good thing. Yeah. So if you want to hear us get drunk. Essentially, that's what it is. Yeah, it's pretty much (laughs) us get drunk and talk. Um, There will be next week, not only a podcast, but also a video version of that podcast, assuming that the video is okay and I've recorded everything all right. How drunk were you? Um... Well, I think we'll cover that 
and yeah. the intro to next week. But let's yeah. just say um, neither one of us uh, <laughs> survived the night very well. We did survive. We're not coming to you from beyond the grave. Ooh. Like zombie podcasters. Zombie podcasters. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's the thing. Well, it, let's just say it was a messy, messy evening. Uh, it was and, fun. And we captured it on video, or at least captured some of it on video, and we'll tell you about the rest of it. So stay tuned. Come back in a couple of weeks' time, or, you know, depending on when you're listening to this, just, just listen to the next one. And yes. that's us celebrating the fact that we've got 100 episodes by drinking a lot, talking shit, and doing what we do best, which is fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mrs. H, do your thing. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. Mm-hmm.